All right. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Reporter and the uh, Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, the publisher of uh, the Texas Hemp Reporter, and this is the week one of the new podcast that we're doing. And I wanted to say hello to everybody and thank some sponsors here in a little bit. But the Texas Hemp Reporter is a publication that we make available free throughout the state of Texas. And we make these available to all the licensed hemp producers in the state. So if you're transportation or uh, you're growing or processing uh, or laboratory, uh, you've been receiving the Texas Hemp Reporter for the last few months. So here we are uh, the first week of October. And so we are getting into uh, people are harvesting right now in the month of October and, and people are getting their first crops of hemp out here in Texas. So the Texas Hemp Reporter has been publishing now for a couple of months and uh, soon to be actually the National Hemp Reporter. And we'll be doing this weekly podcast about all things hemp in Texas. And so this is kind of the, the Texas Hemp Show for right now. And um, we'll be covering some national news and spotlight. My co-host this week. Uh, and these co-hosts may rotate, guys, just so you know. I uh, may have some come and go, but I wanted to reach out to somebody I've been following uh, of recent months. And for week one, our co-host is the talented Mr. Jesse Williams. Jesse is a retired Navy veteran with a background in nuclear power propulsion. Um, he's in graphic design, mass communications. And um, when he's not writing articles for the Texas Cannabis Collective or uh, his website, educatingtexans.org, and uh, he enjoys time with his wife and live and son there in Southwest Austin. But he's a, an alum of and this is fa- this is fancy. I gotta I gotta commend you on this. You're alumni of the NNPTC, which is the Naval Nuclear Power Training Command, and the NPTU, which is the Nuclear Power Training Unit. Jesse, like myself, is also an alum there at Austin Community College, and then you also attended Texas State University. And we, I just heard you talking about uh, KTSW yes. as we, a little bit ago. But welcome to the Texas Hemp Show, Jesse. Thank Thanks. You. Oh, very last moment. I'm like, sure, yeah, I got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. I've been following your work on the Texas Cannabis Collective site. I've been I subscribed a couple of months ago, and thank I didn't know that. I didn't know if you guys were aware of us because people are starting to figure, learn about the Hemp Reporter, Texas Hemp Reporter. Um, but I've been getting your emails, and I've been wanting to reach out to see about having the Cannabis Collective in the Texas Hemp Reporter. I think there's some synergy there, and and we'll we'll Very be talking much. with you. We're talking with your your publisher later tonight, actually about uh, kind of maybe working you guys in to the magazine somehow, too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. There's some topics that we're going to talk about. I've got some guests calling in. Adam from Sweet Sense, he's going to be calling in. Ben from Bayou City Hemp, our friends over there in, in, in Houston. And then uh, later, John calling in from New Bloom Labs uh, here on the Texas Hemp Show. So a couple of topics we want to talk about. The national cannabis legislation is coming up soon. Are they going to rule on this, Jesse, for national? Are they going to legalize cannabis? But this is kind of a hot topic next week in the U.S. Senate. It's almost like flip a coin. It's there seems like there's a lot of energy behind it. And I would say in the House, there's very there's a very likely chance that it will get past the House. The Senate, though, is a different story. That's where all the all the real rednecks are. <laughs> that's where Mitch McConnell is at, where he runs that show. Yeah, that's right. So I, I think I've always said in the last few years, man, whoever just would run on the the cannabis pot thing would would probably win an election you know if somebody made that their their focus you'd there's think, you'd still think... A, there's still a big issue where people go 
I don't want to talk about that because that's a single issue item. And the mm. reality is, is that cannabis is not a single issue item. Yeah. It just isn't. It's economic reform. It's health care reform. It's criminal justice reform. It's liberty. Somebody pointed out to me the other day, it is liberty. Liberty. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and we're, we're about hemp over here, but as, as cannabis goes with MJ, as far as M- marijuana goes, in, in a lot of ways, it, it, you know, I could see that being something that we may cover down the road. Although for now, the Texas Hemp Report is focusing on the growing hemp industry and the agricultural aspect of industrial hemp. But I think, you know, that's something we have to pay attention to, especially while it's in, in the House next week. Very much so. Um, Texas's ban on smokable hemp. You've got a thought or two on this. I got your article in the email, uh, smokable hemp about officers arrest, HB 1325 implies salesman. Tell us about your article that you've written here this week with the uh, cannabis collective, Texas Cannabis Collective. So there was another hearing involving about the temporary restraining order or temporary injunction as someone would call, other people have called it. Basically, the injunction was keeping retailers available to sell smokable hemp products. They had to go back to court because it has to be renewed every two weeks. This is just a legal precedent. State of Texas, these injunctions only last two weeks if they're temporary. They go in for the hearing, and basically the state said, well, we don't object to a bunch of all this other stuff, but understand our issue is that officers don't have a way of knowing the difference between hemp and marijuana. Okay. So if we smell somebody smoking hemp and we're basically the, the notion is, is if we smell, we, we smell them smoking this and we make an arrest, it could possibly be this bad thing. So if we don't do it, people will do the bad thing and we don't get to touch them. Well, I noticed this, that I've smoked both and my eyes don't get red when I smoke the the CBD that I, that I can tell. I mean, I've smoked the CBD and it doesn't make me feel, uh, stoned or high or anything uh, but but I mean it does smell a whole lot like and, and that was very much that was something else that was brought up during the hearing was the mm-hmm. judge asked is there any sort of psychotropic effect to this and both parties agreed no there is not so there wasn't really a health concern about it it's more of officers don't have an immediate distinction between the two their field test kits only test for THC if it's there so if they take your hemp cigarette throw <laughs> it in this chemical it's gonna light up Basically, it's going to change color to show a positive. They go, oh, well, it has THC, and to us, that's marijuana. But cops know what marijuana is. You can look for signs of cotton mouth, of uh, red eyes, slanted, droopy eyes. These aren't the symptoms of CBD. You would think that at first, but I've met plenty of people. You would never know that they've smoked marijuana. This, This stuff pretty much, the easiest way of saying it is it makes them right. Like, without it, they're... They're dysfunctional. Yeah, well, they, have, they have issues. Yeah, there are the smoker. And, that's a that's a common smoker. And they don't right. they don't have this issue that when they consume that they're like a drunk driver. They're not all over the place. They're not they're not red eyed. They're not drooling. They're not lazy. They're a normal human being. And when it comes down to that, it becomes this issue of well, who do we who do we point a finger at and say well that person's sober, this person isn't. Yeah, I know it makes it challenging for arresting officers, but, you know, if the Senate would pass the upcoming bill, which is the Moore Act of 2019, Senate 2227, 
then wouldn't this all be then it's on the states mundane, to figure out what they want to do and then the states would decide if the if the government the federal government federalizes marijuana um, then it would be um, a moot point. At least the state would then have to decide if they were going to legalize uh, marijuana. But we'll see with what's going on with the Moore Act. They are voting on this next week at the U.S. House of Representatives. The This would mark the first floor vote in U.S. history to end federal marijuana criminalization. The Moore Act is the most comprehensive federal marijuana reform bill that's been ever ever been introduced to Congress. And the uh, historic significance of the Moore Act is coming to a vote on the House floor. The Moore Act, again, the um, Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act of 2019, or the Moore Act of 2019, if you want to call in to Congress to just chime in on this, uh, the Capitol switchboard here in D.C., if you want to call in, 202, area code 202-224-3121. I did purchase a website for the Texas Hemp Show, which we haven't launched yet, uh, and that will be uh, texashempshow.com. I also have thehempshow.tv is another one that I may have down the road yes. for us. But we would just roll, roll this out as part of the Texas Hemp Reporters website. We could put this out there that way, and at least then it'll be current. So we're going to get a call here shortly from Adam over at Sweet Cincy. Greg and Adam over there at Sweet Cincy uh, do... Um, they have the mechanical extraction over here in Lake Travis in Austin, and they were one of our advertisers last month. And they do white labeling, private label, they drop ship. I went over there, and they have a press. They do a unique thing. Their their process over there is like a it's a, a, a press. It looks like a T-shirt press. I was about to say, I was like, what comes to my mind is I worked in a lemon processing plant where they did uniforms at one point, and there's these machines where they put the creases and they iron out your uniform. Just this big metal piece that stamps down. I just imagine yeah. someone shoving like this big hemp plant and that just going, oh, ahoy. Well, I went over there a few last month and they kind of gave me, you know, the tour of the facility. And you don't, you you wouldn't expect whatever from the outside of the building. Uh, you know, everybody's very discreet in the hemp industry. And, oh, you and know, every part you of don't... this industry, like I've been over to 420 Science where mm-hmm. like they have their offices at. Mm-hmm. And you would never know from the road that 420 Science operates there. Yeah. That it operates behind like a Department of Public Safety building on top of that. <laughs> well, Sweet Cincy's in a nice little kind of area in Lake Travis. And uh, you had no idea what they had going on uh, over there. And <clears throat> so I got the tour with Adam the other uh, about a month ago. And there's Adam, uh, speak of the devil. There he is. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. Uh, Adam joining us from Sweet Cincy. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Russell. How are you? Good. Thank. We were just. I uh, was just singing your praises, uh, expecting your call, and we. I was just telling uh, my co-host Jesse here. Jesse writes for the Texas Cannabis Collective and EducatingTexans.org, and I was just telling him that you guys, your process is um, a press. Uh, you you kind of have an old school process yeah. there. Uh, tell us a little bit about Sweet Cincy's uh, process of getting um, the dry hemp flower into a kind of full spectrum rosin. Yeah, absolutely. So we're vertically integrated, right? And in that we're we're growing the hemp ourselves indoors hydroponically. But the press is is sort of the the best piece of this value proposition here. It's it's a mechanical extraction. So there is no solvents. There's no CO two. Uh, use no ethanol alcohol, no winterization takes place at, at any point. So what we're doing is uh, 
very similar to the way you might press a vegetable, right? You hear about cold pressing vegetables. That's what we're doing with uh, with the hemp flour, except it's not a cold press. There's some heat added to it, but it's a very low heat. And so we have a very large, it's a, it's a 55-ton press where we can squeeze just about a pound of hemp flour in a given go. And what comes out of it, we're basically breaking the trichomes of, of the hemp flour. And within the trichomes is where all the cannabinoids live. Mm-hmm. And so we're squeezing out only the good stuff, only the cannabinoids, and leaving everything else back. Um, and so that's the process. We, we squeeze it into, a, it's a substance called rosin. That comes out of it. It's it's a tree sap like substance, and we collect it from there. And and at which point we decarboxylate it and make it into end products. Well, it looked like when I was over there, it it, it almost looked like a t-shirt press. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's quite similar. And and actually, my business partner here, uh, Greg Autry, actually. It was sort of a, a co-creator of this. It was somewhat of an open source project that mm-hmm. took place five or six years ago. And they actually started with T-shirt presses and <laughs> hair straighteners with vice grips. And, and they would take the flour and, and squeeze it and, and watch what comes out of it. So it's, it's really been uh, a continuation of, of this process. And to say it's almost taking a scientific approach to hash. <laughs> well, it was very cool. I got the tour over there uh, last month, Jesse, and you, they've got candies in there. They're cutting up stuff. They've got uh, there's a process, and I I made fun of the of the staff over there. I called them Oopa Loopas because this is like the Willy Wonka, <laughs> the Willy Wonka of candy for CBD candy. It's really cool. How much does an ounce of can? How much do you get out of an ounce of CBD flour? Uh, what was the numbers of that, uh, Adam? Yeah. It's, it's a great question. So it, it's all dependent on the yield of the flower itself. So mm-hmm. the flower that we grow contains just about 20% cannabinoids. So it would come back, you would run it through a lab test and it would come back and it would say uh, 20% of this is, is the total cannabinoid profile. When we squeeze it, and I say we will squeeze it twice, it'll go through the press twice. When we squeeze it, we get all 20% of that out. There's nothing left over. There's nothing left behind. There's no waste. We, we do so in such a way that we're, we're optimizing uh, the plant and the cannabinoid content of that plant to use every last bit of it. So we get, we get everything that's in there out of it. Well, the guys at Sweet Scentsy, uh, no harmful chemicals, freshly pressed hemp flour, all natural, and it gets you the maximum yield of your flower and uh, you guys do this for clients but you do it for yourselves folks can white label with you I understand absolutely absolutely yeah we we have our own line the sweet scentsy line that's out there but we also do a lot of white labeling work and and so whether it's a white label or a private label we'll do custom products for people specifically if you have have a request we can make just about any end product so we'll take a farm we'll take the harvest and if the flower gets delivered to us we'll process it into rosin decarboxylate it and then we'll turn it into really just about any end product that you could think of whether it's edibles topicals or pet products uh, and we'll take it all the way down to deriving the the labeling itself. It's it's the Wonka factory, as you uh, as you alluded to <laughs> earlier. It really, 
I think, it really is. Uh, yeah, and yeah. They, they've got the Oompa Loompas in there working. They're not two, three, four feet tall, but they are uh, working very hard over there. I, I love the tour. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that build-out that y'all were working on for this fall. Um, but you guys produce a premium, all-natural, full-spectrum uh, topicals, edibles. You do pet products, I understand, on-site there at the facility. How can folks get learn more about Sweet Cincy and what they offer? Yeah, absolutely. You can find us online at, at Sweet Cincy CBD or reach out. It, our email, the best place to get a hold of us is info at Sweet Cincy CBD. And uh, yeah, that's the best way to go about getting, getting in touch with us. So anybody that, that's looking to have uh, a crop harvested, processed for them, mm-hmm. um, or anybody that that is looking to just have custom products made, please get in touch. We'll we'll reach out and we'd love to tell you more about our process. And also, just for the listeners, you know, um, we're working on an interview with you guys that will be featured in the October-Fall issue, the October-November issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So a very intricate interview with Greg. Greg is a... a uh, quite the he's quite the chemist. Is that an understatement, uh, Adam? <laughs> that that is that is absolutely an understatement. <laughs> the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Greg is is. Uh, He's, yeah, very, very impressive. He knows what he's doing. Goes well, his way around the cannabis plant. Well, on a future show, Adam, what we'll do is we'll just get Greg to come in here and, and have a uh, record a show with us because uh, he blew my mind with all the technical aspects uh, of uh, uh, of the process and, and, and then the science with everything. So there was a uh, – he was kind of like the Bill Nye science guy of CBD, <laughs> uh, Willy Wonka all thrown into one there. Um And, yeah, so uh, good stuff. We're going to take our first break. We will be in touch with you and Greg, Adam, uh, in the coming weeks. Thank you so much for calling in, my friend. Fantastic. Thanks, Russell. All right. There he goes. All right. That's Adam from Sweet Cincy. And uh, good stuff from those guys. We will take a quick commercial break. It's the Texas Hip Show and the Texas Hip Reporter. I'm Russell Dowd, and we'll be right back after this. Jason's Deli Westlake welcomes you every day at 3300 Bee Caves Road. It serves bigger choices of better food for all four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and football. Feeding school spirit, it's a family thing. Visit jasonsdeli.com. Taco Shack has nine Austin area locations. Check out the new store in Cedar Park. And introducing the ATX Taco made with brisket from the pit barbecue. Stop by any one of the nine locations or online at tacoshack.com. Tire of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas, or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. Specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties. Accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, visit ericrourke.com. Hey guys, be sure to go down and visit our friends Gene and Elsie down at the Green Mountain Flower Company, located up there in North Austin. I used to live right up there on Anderson Mill and 183. Green Mountain is right there next to Starbucks. They have all your CBD products that will keep you healthy and in good spirits. I know my wife takes the CBD oils for her lupus and it helps with the inflammation and pain. I know I've tried the pills and some of the teas that they have down there at Green Mountain Flower. Go by there and see Gene and Elsie. 
Gola Zellin Associates Law and Sports Agency brings a unique blend of legal expertise and experience with a number of high-profile clients and players, such as Vince Young, Jamal Charles, Kenny Vaccaro, Von Miller, Ty Niche, to name a few. Trey is driven to provide clients with high-quality personal service and attention. His approach representing clients of all walks of life as well as professional athletes is different than others. It's a never-give-up attitude to get what's deserved and best no matter what the challenge. Trey is both a licensed agent and an attorney for 30 years, which means that he offers an unmatched ability to negotiate the most lucrative contracts while protecting his clients from unseen legal pitfalls. At Dolazel and Associates Law and Sports Agency, we are dedicated to maximizing our clients' legal issues and players' potential and opportunities both on and off the playing field. You can reach Trey today at 512-472-6811. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Reporter. I am Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter. And I think we've added some states to the list, Jesse, and we are going to be doing... So I also have nationalhempreporter.com. And so we're adding lists for Oregon, California, all the growers, producers, licenses. I've been obtaining these over the summer, uh... We've got Tennessee, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico. Uh, grow hemp, he's coming to look for you and give you this public. We are going to give this to you for absolutely free, and that's the goal. We've been doing it with some success here in Texas Start as of, uh, of June. Uh, our June issue came out where we had uh, interviews with uh, Santi Labs. We had uh, Cree Crawford with an ad there on, uh, uh, on the I back cover. Mr. Crawford. Very nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he's very well known around here with Ionization Labs. That's right, Ionization labs and so a lot of lot of good information coming out with the texas hip reporter and i also wanted to say thank you to a lot of the 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 writers daniel jones uh, stacy lovett but uh help from kind of the legislation side with uh coach rose and lisa Pittman. she's the uh, the co-chair there uh with the cannabis uh, business law group over there at coach rose very nice lisa's been contributing also chelsea spencer who's uh, in on that she submitted uh, this edition of the, uh, the the August issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter awesome. as an article in that hearing that was, what, yesterday? Exactly. But see, she's one of the attorneys. It's... She is. With, with her law firm, they're in there. Uh, great, just great contribution with a lot of the advertisers. I'm finding that the space, Jesse, is... Smaller than you think in Texas. It's uh, this is so new. A lot of people know each other, and we're members, you know, with the Hemp Industry Association here in Texas. So Coleman has been very, Coleman Hemphill's been very um, uh, helpful in uh, introducing folks to us, and joining that industry here in Texas has been a helpful uh, a helpful thing. But I'm finding that everybody kind of knows everybody in a way. Uh, it's it, although although it's although we just we just crossed all. paths recently ourselves, but I've been following you for three months and you didn't even know that. You discover something new every day. 
Yeah, and so uh, we've been we've been fortunate to work with labs and TPS labs. We've had our friends that are calling in shortly here are, are, is BioCity Hemp. Ben's going to be calling in shortly from Houston, talking about what BioCity does. They had an interview in this issue here. I mean, but from finance to packing to agriculture, we do grower profiles over here. We had a, a, the Garcia brothers, organic growers, up in Big Spring, Texas. Texas with uh, Adrian in, in that last issue that's been going on out there. But TPS Labs are partners with us and the advertisers. We work with, you know, HydroShack in Houston. Those guys, Kristen, those guys do uh, uh, some advertising with us, but they do promote their lighting. And I mean, anything from lighting to testing. We we found that we've you know doing business with these guys, but we're also having them contribute. Lee Vernon is a great example over at FirstResponderFuel.com. Uh, Lee, a former Austin firefighter who has turned uh, uh, retired and gotten into the CBD space as a way for helping with anxiety and PTSD. And so he's works with uh, firefighters and uh, really a great guy. Lee's been a great contributor. Uh, just kind of running through some of the um, articles in the Texas Hemp Reporter. Again, the October fall issue will be out in October and look for that to be getting into uh, all of your inbox mailboxes this October and November. Um, I'm thinking that's going to go out in uh, probably in uh, the, about the 10th or 8th of, of, of October uh, is when that will go out. But uh, tell me a little bit about this, this recent article. I wanted to ask you again real quick on the smokable hemp. Something I started getting into lately, we were talking about this during the break is but watch a lot of videos of attorneys who sit there and tell you don't talk to the police don't say anything to the police and it's very much true the only thing you should be really saying to the police is i'm not at liberty to discuss the events of my day with you and the reason why is because say you have a hemp cigarette in your hand and it is lit the smell that's coming off is going to smell to them like marijuana because cannabis marijuana it's just a line we drew with the chemical of thc so the smells exactly the same when they come up on you, what's that you're smoking? And the moment you open your mouth and you say anything other than that, this investigation starts. And everything you say will be used against you in court. It can't ever help you. Yeah. It's always hearsay beyond that. Don't answer any questions. Very much. How's, how's the processing season going for you guys at Bayou City Hemp over there, Ben? Sure, yeah, it's going great. I mean, we're, we're excited to be here in, in Texas and uh, specifically Houston. Um, you know, we're really looking forward to this harvest. Uh, we, we are currently processing, I think we're the first fully operational uh, hemp uh, extraction and processing facility in Texas. And, you know, we're really excited to bring uh, this new industry to Texas in a big way and create those jobs. And um, it, it's just an exciting time and a business in its infancy. It, it really is, and it's new. And, and, and are you guys really the only one doing uh, the extraction? Uh, you know there are there are other processors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not aware of I'm not aware of anybody that's fully operational yet. Right. Yeah. Because I believe that people I've talked to several growers and they're all very a lot of them are very aware of the operation in Bayou City. Yeah. You know we we've done a really really great job and and credit to uh, Ray Hawkins uh, our VP of Supply Chain and Farming and and our other co-founder, uh, Jeremy Sherman. Um, th- they've done a great job reaching out to these farmers, getting our name out there, and more specifically, uh, lending a helping hand to them and, and being a partner with them uh, the best way we can. 
Well, I know that you guys have a very high standard uh, for putting out a reliable hemp product. Uh, talk about you know the process that you guys go through uh, to to deliver such a high quality oil. Yeah, sure. I mean, so I'll give you a little bit of background. You know, when Jeremy and I first started this, um, we put a lot of emphasis on what method we were going to use for extraction purposes. And, uh, you know, we chose supercritical CO2 extraction. It's the cleanest method. Um, It's it's a food-grade method, and it's one that creates and provides a consistent, reliable, and uh, high-quality product. You know, in the beginning, a lot of people didn't know where where their CBD came from, how it was processed, and so it was a really big, it was a, it was a deciding factor for us to ensure that we could provide the highest quality products out there. Well, have you found that the grow season in 2020, um, it's probably, this week, this year has obviously been very weird in a lot of ways, but, but is the, is the Texas farmer kind of just getting things going? Because I know that industrial hemp has probably not made its way yet into this season, what have you got? Are you guys looking forward to an industrial grow in 2021? Do you think more larger growths will, will happen? Yeah, you know, I, so we work with a lot of farmers, and, and it's, not, it's not a super easy crop to grow. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you just plant it and it grows, but it's, it's, sim- it's, it's not that simple. It's a very difficult and uh, time-consuming and hands-on um, type of plant. And so, you know, we, we see 2020 as really an R&D year, mm-hmm. uh, a year to find the genetics that work with our climate here in Texas and the different regions. Um, and, and so we believe that 2021 is going to kick off and be a really big and successful year. Well, the cannabis industry is still in its infancy, especially here in Texas. Um, it looks like that the background you know that bio has started this is it, it's it's what's exciting do you have looking forward to for 2021 yeah you know a couple of things um so you know currently we're we are extracting and processing i mean we have our distillates isolates um our miners um you know we focus a lot of the hemp we look at the purchase we we focus on the miners um we we love cbd and and we like it when there's you know, a certain percentage of, say, CBC or something in it. Um, so we're really looking forward to the genetics that are going to come out. Um, we're also looking forward to the growth. Um, we believe that Texas is an untapped market. It's it's the, one of the largest agricultural uh, meccas in, in the United States. And mm-hmm. um, we just believe it can be a really big business here, and we want to be on the forefront of that. And we want to be able to partner with farmers and uh, vendors and, and end consumers to be able to provide that high quality product. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that in 2021, I mean, we certainly hope that the FDA comes out uh, with some guidelines, which allow for some of these bigger box stores to, to start putting products out there and, and more companies feel comfortable to do so, which will really drive and increase that demand. Well, you guys have a background kind of in uh, some of the uh, energy industry. Is that right, Ben? Absolutely. Yeah, Jeremy, myself, and, and our, our CFO, Karen Trotter, uh, we're, we're all from the oil and gas industry. And so, you know, this is really nothing new to us. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a commodity. Uh, there's going to be ups and downs. And, you know, we're just really excited to bring this industry here to not only create jobs and provide a new industry, but maybe alleviate some of the downturns of other commodities uh, to the Houstonians in, in this area. 
Well, sounds good. Um, we appreciate you calling in, and and uh, this has been great stuff. I think we will look forward to partnering with Bayou City Hemp more uh, in 2021. You guys have been a great contributor uh, to our last issue, and we look forward to keeping keep on working with uh, Jeremy and yourself, Ben. Thanks for being part of the show. Well, we really appreciate the call and the opportunity to uh, provide a little bit of uh, background and, and some of kind of what's going on here at uh, Bayou City Hemp Company. Well, we will be in touch and more good stuff coming from our friends down in the bayou. Thanks again, Ben. I appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you. All, All right. right. There he goes. That's Ben Meggs of the Bayou City Hemp Company, CEO and co-founder, along with Jeremy Sherman. Good guys down there. They know what they're doing down in the bayou. So good stuff. It's the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden. We'll be right back on the other side with all things hemp right here in Texas. We'll be right back. Dirty Martin's Comeback Burgers on the drag. Serving up great tasting burgers, fries, and shakes on the 40 acres since 1926. Come on by Saturdays for the game and check out our cold draft beers on tap and the selection from the full bar. If you bleed orange on Saturdays, bring the family on down to Dirty Martin's for a comeback burger and enjoy some hot onion rings or a frosty milkshake. That's Dirty Martin's on Guadalupe. A Longhorn tradition since 1926. Go Roberts Power Wash, specializing in residential driveways, walkways, solar panels, pools, cars, boats, fences, gutters, and grills. Commercially, Go Roberts Power Wash also supports parking lots, sidewalks, patios, fences, roof gutters, marinas, boats, cars, and more. Visit online at GoRobertsPowerWash.com. That's GoRobertsPowerWash.com. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers, painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden.
There's a man that pulls from a can Sits at the end of the All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Reporter and the Texas Hemp Show. Thank you for tuning in, guys. This is our premiere show, and there's the great tunes of my uh, good friend Jubal Thompson. That's Jubal playing uh, God Rest His Soul. Jubal, a very good friend of mine, did a great job of uh, one of Austin's great uh, treasures uh, from, from South Austin there for many years. Anyway, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor of the Texas Hemp Reporter. And um, we are going to be rolling out the National Hemp Reporter just for the states that aren't in Texas. So everybody in Texas will still get Texas Hemp Reporter, but the other states will get the National the Hemp Reporter. The states outside of the country of Texas. <laughs> That's right. The Republic of Texas. <laughs> there you go. Um, tell me a little bit about your background, Jesse. I know you you were you were a Na- Navy guy. Were you in charge of pushing the nuclear buttons? To I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Naval Nuclear Power Training Command, um, Nuclear Power Training Unit. What, what, what's going on with you? What's your background, man? So my official, like, the Navy has rates. I was an electronics technician, nuclear, which meant that I was going to work on the electrical equipment, and I would later become qualified as what's known as a reactor operator. So basically, it's rod control movement. Rod control movement. Uranium. What the heck is that? You have uranium, and this is in civilian plants, so it's okay for uh-huh. you to say. People, uh-huh. that, some of this is classified. <laughs> you have uranium rods, you move up and down in water. Basically, this controls your power level. It's kind of giving the car some gas. Okay. And we create, it's a boiler, it's basically it's a boiler room, and you're using steam to drive a turbine, make the ship, make the motor go, as they say, make the motor go roundy, roundy, <laughs> and push the ship through the water. Well, well, well how did you get into this uh, kind of Texas Cannabis Collective, and and uh, tell us, uh, you know, how did, how did you make this transition? You're not in the Navy anymore. I know you're a family man. Well, well, how, what's going on? How did you get into this space? I, I got out in 2012. And a couple years afterwards, I moved down to Austin from Colleen. Mm-hmm. And it turned into, I'm going to ACC, I'm taking a government class, a Texas government class at that, and we're going over lobbying. And I said, hey, you know, um, there's a lobby group that's going on tonight during my class. Uh, you're going to allow us to write a paper on a lobby group. Can I attend this in this class? And the government professor's like, listen, you'll learn more going to that lobby group <laughs> then you are going to be sitting in my class. And it just happened to be I went to a Texas normal okay. lobby night. It was their night for their open meeting to the public. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was like, this is it. I was like, this, I want to follow this. I want to see what's going on and be actively involved. And I kind of sat on the sidelines for a while as I went, I went to Texas State mm-hmm. and ACC. I went to ACC first, then Texas State. And that consumed most of my time. But it got to a point where I was like, I'm not doing this right now. I'm going to take care of my family. And all of a sudden, it's like, I've got this dead time of the day where my kid's at school. I said, you know what? I can stop being on the sideline. I can physically show up to the Capitol. I can start writing mm-hmm. about what's going on and what I'm seeing because all I'm getting is what ha- at a normal meeting. I'm hearing what happens there. I'm hearing whatever they're publishing or whatever somebody else writes about. And there's not much detail about it. I said, there needs to be more. 
people need to know more about this. <laughs> well, that's so interesting because I I've been following your stuff with the collective site, and you're you're a major contributor with their work with that site, and I I get your articles, and I've been curious about reaching out to y'all about about contributing in the Texas Hemp Reporter because I felt like you know there's some synergy there. So I I'd say I had built my own website. I built EducatingTexans.org. Mm -hmm. I had knowledge from working at a web hosting company. So I was like, I can do WordPress. They teach it in our mass comm school at Texas State. I, like, I can do this. And then I got picked up by Texas Cannabis Collective. And now I'm pretty much, I'm running, I'm pretty much admitting their site. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So I'm admitting, I'm writing, I've set up our community, which is like a social network of community.texascannico.com. Uh -huh. all, all of this has been... It's become a job of its own. <laughs> well, this is really cool. And as we got the phone line coming in, I've got um, either John or Jesse at uh, New Bloom Labs. Who's joining us tonight uh, over there at New Bloom? Hey there, this is John. Hey, John. How are you, my friend? I, I'm well. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. I can hear you great. I appreciate you calling in to the Texas Hemp Show. Um, uh, uh, joining us is, is uh, John with New Bloom Labs. Uh, the guys with New Bloom are uh, going to be featured in the upcoming October edition of the uh, Texas Hemp Reporter, and we wanted to feature the, the guys on here for our upcoming interview, and uh, just this is our week one of our podcast, uh, the Texas Hemp Show, and I thought, uh, what the heck, let's uh, let's get John or Jesse, one of the brothers, on and talk about New Bloom. How you doing, John? I, I'm very well, Russell. Thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate what you and your publication are doing to help educate uh, growers and really the public uh large about the importance and promise of hemp and what it's going to mean for Texas now and in the future. So, so thanks for the work that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. It's it's been a lot of fun. I kind of I come from a publishing and a radio background. I, I do have a sports show and a sports magazine, but but I had friends that were asking me to get into the space earlier in the year, and it, it dawned on me, uh, John, that uh, nobody was doing any publishing in this space which is so new so as a as a magazine publisher I, I really felt like this was an opportunity i'm also very uh, a starch advocate for um uh for things marijuana culture and 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 hemp and my wife takes cbd and and we we're on this stuff and it just seemed like a, a natural evolution to to start something very cool here in texas with the texas hemp reporter and now here you are joining us on the first show the texas hemp show so um Great stuff. You guys at New Bloom are based in Tennessee, but you've got a new office in Dallas. Uh, our guest this segment is John Kern, CEO of New Bloom Labs. Tell us about what you guys offer at New Bloom and and how you're helping out here in Texas with the new location that Jesse's running there in Dallas. Yeah, well, New Bloom Labs provides a third-party chemical analysis of hemp and hemp products for the purposes of legal compliance consumer safety and and quality control so basically we're chemists and <laughs> we we analyze hemp and hemp products to tell you what's in it and there are any number of different reasons that you need to know what is in hemp the first and foremost reason is the legal reality surrounding hemp and hemp production we know what those are hemp is a is the close genetic cousin to uh, illicit cannabis frankly uh, in fact they're the same plant they're just uh, genetic they're just genetically different barely so the difference between hemp and marijuana if you will is the difference between like uh blue eyes and brown eyes 
right? <laughs> they're just genetically slightly different. Um, so, but because of that, and because there are legal realities surrounding cannabis, um, producers of hemp need to make sure that they are abiding by the legal threshold that defines hemp, and that legal threshold is 0.3% total THC. So the, fir- the first and most prominent uh, test that we perform on a hemp on hemp or hemp product mm-hmm. is uh, to let you know what the potency, the THC potency is uh, of your material. And so we basically are able to tell you, are you legal, legally compliant or are you not? Um, and so that is the first question that a producer needs to know. So that they that so that he or she can make sure that they can take their product to market. And most um, and most growers know that if they test hot, that's a wasted crop, and that's the first thing that you know these these farmers and, and producers they've got to know where they where they stand with their growth season. That's right. I mean, if you if you've grown a, a hot crop, then that's the term we use. If it's hot, if it's above 03 percent THC, then then you don't have much remedy. Uh, if at all, uh, the state is going to give you a destruction order and they're going to tell you how they want you to destroy that, that, that crop. And of course, a destroyed crop never goes to market and you don't ever get to, uh, to realize a profit on that crop. And so that's the number one thing you want to ensure is that you're able to go to market. And so being legally compliant is the first, first step to getting there. John, um, this is Jesse Williams. I write for Texas Cannabis Collective. I actually had, um, I'm reading through this page that, Mr. Down gave me, and I noticed this talks about um, specifically with what you're going over. A full panel package says it covers heavy metals, pesticides, microbials, mycotoxins. And I want to ask um, the COAs that come out that a consumer could actually see for a product they buy that's done by your lab. Does that show on that COA? Yeah, absolutely. So depending on how many tests you've ordered, we're going to issue a certificate of analysis that's going to articulate the results of those tests. Um so it's going to show potency. It's going to tell you uh, if we screen for pesticides, heavy metals, mycotoxins, and microbials, it's going to tell you the chemical content of those various analytes. Um, and so for harmful materials, harmful substances like mycotoxins and microbials and pesticides, heavy metals, what you want to see is a report that says that we didn't detect any of those things. Exactly. Um, and, and so, you know, that, so that's the consumer safety side of what of the services that we provide. And I, I asked that because a, a retailer actually reached out to me recently because they were looking into products that actually had these tests done because the way our Department of State Health Services wrote their rules and the way our bill is written for hemp, it specifically says that this must be tested and the retailer is actually held responsible when there's... No, like I guess if somebody gets hurt, they're gonna say, "Hey, did you have a COA that mm-hmm. had this on there?" Mm-hmm. And the retailer, it falls back on them. That's a good point. Yeah, that's right. And let me tell you, the the I I believe that that the duty of of anyone who is selling any hemp product uh, is not only to receive a certificate of analysis from wherever you are sourcing that product, but the the right practice the best practice without question is not only to take that coa that that your your seller is going to give you but also have your own analysis conducted on that product uh and here's why hemp is a new industry and unfortunately uh it's attracted some unsavory characters and there are fake and falsified coas out there so trust but verify use an analytical lab as your insurance partner uh we are it's a new industry that's uh, has some murky legal realities, 
And most of us can't even buy insurance yet. So let your analytical lab be your insurance. So wholesale a product uh, that you're going to put on your cells, develop a good relationship with those wholesalers, but every time you receive new product, get it tested yourself. You have your own COA that you can produce for the benefit of your consumers, your buyers, so that you can you can ensure to them that what they are ingesting in their own bodies is safe. I think that's I think that's a very very good piece of advice for the retailers. Um, the thing I wanted to, I noticed here is it was asked about using the U.S. Postal Service to mail in samples because FedEx and UPS both have corporate policies that prohibit the transit of hemp. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, right now there's this big fiasco going on with the U.S. Postal Service. That's right. And apparently there's this large group who are calling for it to be dismantled. I'm wondering how does that affect a business such as yours when there's issues with the Postal Service now? Yeah, well, so if the United States Postal Service were dismantled, it would be devastating to the hemp industry. In fact, it would almost cease the hemp industry because the United States Postal Service is the only national carrier that is friendly to hemp. Let me be very clear. FedEx and UPS are hostile to the hemp industry. Uh, they have wow. corporate policies that disallow the distribution of hemp through their, through their systems. Uh, that could change in the coming months and years. But as of now, if you call UPS or FedEx and ask if they'll ship your hemp, they're going to say, no, that's not allowed. And so when they detect hemp in their system, if they, for instance, smell it because it has the aroma of cannabis, because it is a form of cannabis, um, they're going to tear open the package. They're going to look and they're going to assume what they're, what they're shipping is illegal, even though it's, if you're a hemp producer, it's not illegal. And they're going to seize it. And it's going to disappear in their system, and they're not going to call you and tell you about it. They're not going to tell you why. And you're just going to wonder what happened to your product. So it is without question the best practice for hemp producers to always use the United States Postal Service. And, yes, it is unfortunate that right now there are delays at the Postal Service. Uh, we are seeing that every day in our lab as we receive product every single day. There are delays out there, but it's, it's a reality that every American has to, has to cope with right now. And so my advice to everyone is just put your head down and get through it, but don't turn away from the Postal Service because it's the only reliable way to ship your product across the world. Awesome. I thank you for that information. Well, you know, uh, you guys are going to be profiled in the upcoming edition, John, of the October issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter. I don't know if I've gone over this with, with you so much as I have with Jesse, but we have been adding um, states to our list. And so we're going to start rolling this out in California, Oregon, Tennessee, uh, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico. Uh, we've got 13 states that we're going to start mailing the magazine out to. And so we are excited to have you guys be a part of that here in this next issue. Um, that's I'm, I'm going to run out of time, John. Thanks. I will have you back on the show in two weeks when the magazine is out. But our guest uh, this segment, thank you, John Kern, CEO of New Bloom Labs. We'll be in touch in a few weeks, John. Thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to that. Uh, excellent. We'll have you on in a few weeks. I appreciate your time tonight, and we'll see you here in the October issue of Texas Hemp Reporter. Well, thank you, John. All right, there he goes. That's John Kern, CEO of New Bloom Labs. We're going to take another commercial break real quick, uh, and then we'll be back with some final announcements, and we'll talk about next week's show and who we've got lined up. 
Uh, thank you to my co-host Jesse Williams. And we'll be right back on the other side of a quick three-minute break. It's the Texas Hemp Reporter and our new podcast, The Texas Hemp Show. And you can find us online at thetexashempshow.com. We'll be right back after this. Taco Shack has nine Austin area locations. Check out the new store in Cedar Park. And introducing the ATX Taco made with brisket from the pit barbecue. Stop by any one of the nine locations or online at tacoshack.com. Tired of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas? Or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. Specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties. Accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, visit ericrourke.com. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything. Massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available. It's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mailed to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell, publisher and editor of the Texas Hemp Reporter, and we're just going to wrap things up here uh, with uh, this week's show. And uh, really, uh, thank you, Jesse, for for coming out here and doing this with me. I didn't know who my co-host was going to be. I kind of threw some feelers out there on some emails, and um, we we're starting our sports show uh, that I do uh, with my sports magazine on 104.9 on Thursday. So I'm I'm already been in radio mode for the last few weeks. So I came out here 
to visit our friend uh, Jake here where we're recording in Austin at Takeoff Terminal Studios. And uh, Jake and I have been talking all, all, pretty much since right when COVID started. Uh, we've been talking about working together. And uh, since I've been so in uh, this radio gear uh, as a gearhead, uh, selling ads and talking sports for my show, which airs on 104.9 here in Austin, my sports show, The Coach's Corner, uh, here in Austin, uh, 8 to 9 p.m., uh, uh, self-embellished plug there. But uh, that is on the, the show there on the horn. But I wanted to get this show going, and we were waiting for a local radio station to take us on. But that station, which I will re- keep remain unnamed, felt a little weird about hemp. And and their attorneys didn't want to do the hemp show on the local on another affiliate. It's not these guys I work with, but uh, so I just wanted to get on the air and get something canned in the box. I reached back out to Jake about a week ago, and uh, and we came in here, got the tour. Uh, we decided let's get this thing done. Let's let's come in and do a, a podcast and get off the off the ground. And I just reached out to you yesterday. It's the, yesterday evening. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. so so yeah. Thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm real happy with uh, your knowledge, and I've been following your work um, over there at uh, the Texas Cannabis Collective. Uh, talk about the publisher and the work y'all do there at the collective. Tell me about them, because I know it's not your site, but you manage the site, right? Pretty much. Um, pretty much. I've been. I redesigned it a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been the one actually hosting it as well. And it's just something I'm like, I have the space. I've been paying for this. I'm, I'll, I'll take care of this for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. We want to keep this going. This is a good thing. And the owner, who I refer to as Austin, that's his middle name. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much what everybody in the community refers to him as. Everybody knows him as Austin. Okay. He's the actual creator of Texas Cannabis Collective. And he reached out to me. Okay. He was like, hey, I, I, I like what you're writing. I like what you're doing. <laughs> you're just full <laughs> of synergy, aren't you? Like, will, 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 you, will, you, will you write for me? And I'm like, I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> and, and, and that's the funny thing is everybody's always like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to write. And I'm like, I don't want anything. No, that's, I'll that, pay you to write too. And that, that throws everybody <laughs> off because I'm in, this, I'm in this weird position being retired from the military and uh-huh. on disability that I'm like, you know, I just, I want the economy to work better so that way these programs can stay there for veterans like myself. Well, Jesse, I, I don't pay great, but I pay. And so if you want to contribute, I would certainly love to have you, you, you involved. I've been reading the emails that I get from the Texas Cannabis Collective. I'm, I'm part of the list. And that makes me feel good because I had to put a lot of I figure out. I was like, we got to get some. We talked about this. Me and Austin, they were like, we got to get an email list going. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are we going to get this to where people will actually sign up for an email? Like, mm-hmm. how can we get this in their face where it's. I don't want to be overly intrusive. Yeah, I, I don't want it sitting in the corner though where no one sees it and ignores it and goes, well, I had no idea. Well, people are getting them, and I'm one of them. And, and as the publisher of a print magazine, I'm I'm still figuring out my list uh, of emails uh, and, and the, the people that I have and um, that follow us. Um, but no, I'm real happy with your help on this show today. I think we'll have you back. We'll we'll, we'll maybe have you on often. I, I don't know. I'm really excited to talk to you about working with Texas Hemp Reporter. Um, I'm just real grateful, everyone, for um, our, our our the support we're getting from the magazine from the read from our, our business community here in Texas um, and nationally um, we've just we're gonna roll this out here the next issue with the help of our friends at Heritage Bank I've got to mention 
mention those guys because uh, they have uh, renewed their advertising campaign with the Texas Hemp Reporter, Jesse, for not just the rest of the year here in 2020, but they have sponsored us for all of 2021 and this is a huge boost from our friends over there and i want to mention this to the listeners guys uh herring bank uh relationships for a lifetime visit herring bank online uh you got to look them up they are one of the few financial institutions that is a very big thing i was huge i was helping some people out in west texas some Mm -hmm. farmers Mm -hmm. and one of the biggest issues they're running into is they want to go get a crop loan from the bank Mm-hmm. And any other crop, the bank would be like, fine. But the moment that hemp comes out of their mouth, they're like, oh, no, that's money laundering. That's just drug dealing. Yeah. We don't want nothing to do with that. And I had issues and with like, my no, square. Legal. When I started this, my square account got suspended. And a lot of businesses have, have had to deal with this. But our friends at Herring have not only gotten direct results from their advertisements in the Texas Hemp Reporter, uh, they've gotten responses from their articles. Uh, and they've had a, just a great experience with us so far. And so I'm really really happy to announce today uh, that Herring has, has continued their support with the Texas Hemp Reporter, and we're going to be rolling out uh, a newer, another version, just with a different cover that goes to the other states. Uh, with their help, the, the we're going to throw out another version of the same magazine. It's just that the other states are going to get the National Hemp Reporter. Texas will stay, stay with the Texas Hemp Reporter, but I'm doing something very unique where we're going to have a different cover for the other states. But the Texas, they, because we're from Texas, our Texas loyal Texans will still get the Texas Hemp Reporter. As they say in the mass media world, you have this broad message and you got to make everybody feel like they're being talked to on an individual level. And that's basically what you're doing here. You, you, have this, you have this publication. It'll go out to everybody. But each state will get their own little individual message with that cover to say, this is for you. And this is for you, and it's for everybody. And I think that uh, having uh, ha- having this opportunity to get this out to the other states, we've now got California, Oregon, we have uh, Colorado, we've got 13 states that the magazine will be getting out to next month, uh, as well as Texas. So a special thanks to Herring Bank, uh, who uh, is going to help us get this magazine out all over. Also, shout out to our, our producers in the studio, Will and Jake, right here at uh, Takeoff Terminal Studios uh, here in uh, Southeast Austin. Uh, Jake, special thanks to you, buddy. I appreciate you doing a great job, you and Will back there, keeping us sound and frosty this week. I'd like you to come next week, Jesse, and let's do this again, man. Let's um, let's make sure everybody can get to the website for Takeoff Terminal Studios. It's takeoffterminal.studio. That's right. Takeoffterminal.studio. Jake does a fabulous job with the music industry here. Um, I used to publish Rockstar Magazine, so I know a lot of the local music. Uh, And uh, Jake's a great studio engineer. And uh, uh, takeoffterminal.studio, if you want to contact Jake over here, and uh, a great job for those guys. We're going to keep this relationship going with them. And uh, next week, I don't know, we're going to have uh, maybe Lisa Lisa on uh, or Chelsea Spencer or Lisa Pittman from the Collective. Uh, we'll all be curious to see what happens with the national bill, but also where we stand on smokable hemp in Texas. So I think having those girls on would be a great opportunity. So we should know week. something within two days about smokable hemp in Texas. My guess is it's gonna it's gonna go to another court. Well, we will let you know on that, and uh, we're gonna sign off. And uh, this has been the Texas Hip Show 
podcast, show one, from your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, again, special thanks to Adam at Sweet Cincy, uh, Ben over at Bayou City Hemp, and John uh, over there, uh, John Kern, CEO at New Bloom Labs. Look for those guys in the next month edition. And uh, thanks again for everybody uh, participating in week one of the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Russell Dowden, and for our co-host, Jesse Williams, and our producers, Jake and Will, we're signing off. Thanks again, guys. Good show. house pay picked up a girl been trying to dig since the 12th grade it's ironic i had the boo she had the chronic the lakers beat the super signs felt on the big fat fanny pulled out the jammy and killed them and my jimmy runs deep so deep so deep put her butt to sleep woke her up around one she didn't hesitate to call ice cube Top gun, throw it to the pad and I'm coasting. Took another sip of the potion, hit the three wheel.